Hey everyone, welcome to the Basically Bookish podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And we're going to be chatting all things bookish. This is episode 13 of the Basically Bookish podcast. And today we are going to be playing Would You Rather. And today we also have a guest, um, Natalie Walters, uh, one of our author friends is joining us and we're very excited yes yeah well, i mean this sounds good yeah so we are going to be asking a bunch of would you rather questions and it should be fun but you do have to answer abby sometimes is like i don't know <laughs> you know so when you told me that we were going to do this like would you rather i was thinking like oh oh my gosh they're going to give me like would you rather do a Kindle or a, like an ebook or a trade, like a paperback book? And I'd be like, well, that's no, there's no answer for that because like it depends on the, it depends on the setting. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, those are the questions they're gonna give me where I can't even like give an answer. <laughs> See, but the beauty of this is you can explain your your conflict within. Oh yeah, but you still have to decide. Yes. I even came okay. up with, I even came up with one, I think that I yes. was like, oh, okay, this, cause I always feel like it's controversial on like, um, social media. So I was like, okay, this is the one that I'm going to ask you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. See. My first question is, would you rather have a villain based off of you in a book or a victim based off of you. Oh, villain for sure. Like 100% villain. Oh. Yes. Yes. I think like when I, so when I was in high school, um, well, even before high school, I did theater. I loved the theater. And I really feel like if I was going to like, well, except for being like a, like a master librarian, I would probably next <laughs> want to be on the, in the theater. Um, but I loved being a theater. And I loved the being the bad guy because it's like, <laughs> You get to be like somebody who you like might be internally, but don't want to show extra. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you're like all your like little like bad thoughts or whatever. You can be like, oh yeah, like I, which is why I think I love writing like the antagonist point of view so much because I'm like I can like dig into like my like my inner like evil and be like okay <laughs> this which I don't think I'm evil but I'm just saying like if I was gonna be evil like this is how I would be evil and so um for sure villain definitely. Okay, Abby. I'd play the victim. victim or villain. I'd want to be the victim. I I don't. <laughs> I feel so bad about anything bad. And if I was like, they based it on me, and there's anything bad, like, am I really bad? Like, yeah, no, I'd be the victim oh all the time. <laughs> now you're making me second think... guess my answer. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with villain because I feel like it would give me a good opportunity to like display my what in my mind is my intelligence. (laughs) Like I could be the one that finally outwits everyone and accomplishes this string of serial murders. Yes. See, Um, I think that's, I think that's a good, and I was thinking like victim. So I was like, you know, whenever I, I don't watch law and order anymore, but I used to, and I always think like, okay, who is the actor or actress that like gets to play like the victim? Like, 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 and then like, okay, well then how would you want to die? Like, okay, this is what I'm famous for. I'm famous for like the, you know, like the dead body scene in this episode of whatever. So like when (laughs) I, like when you say that, I'm like, oh, what would her, like, what would her victim be? Like, what would you have died from? Like, what would be your ultimate, like, what would you want to die from? 
I want it to be quick and I want to just lay there and be dead. I'm so just, <laughs> I have no, I have no aspirations to anything. Like, heart attack. Just poison. My heart poison. Just drink it, die and be good. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I feel like that, like in real life, like I've been, like, I always tell my husband, I'm like, I just want to have a heart attack and just like go to sleep, have a heart attack and die. And then it'll be nice and neat and clean. I'll be in my bed. I'll have my pajamas on. Like I'll be peaceful. Um, you know, and <laughs> I just like for some reason it's gonna be like I don't know that that's gonna be the way it happens. <laughs> it'll be like I'm trying to like cook something or maybe I'm I don't know. And there's yeah, it'll just be a disaster. Because I'm always thinking of these scenes because then I have to write them in a story. So I come up with lots of different ways of dying. <laughs> oh man. Okay, second question. Would you rather um read only your favorite book for the rest of your life mm. or only mediocre books oh oh that's cruel yeah i know i know mm, that's a hard one i think that's hard because like i don't know that i have just like one favorite book so like i would have to be like and i'm worse at i'm like the worst at making decisions like my 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 daughter will tell you she's like oh my gosh don't ask mom for anything because she can't make a decision and it's just because like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and somehow I feel like books have feelings and I'm like oh I don't want to hurt this person like I don't want to hurt this book's feelings and choose this book so um I would one I would probably just like die before I even made the decision <laughs> book. like I actually read for forever um and then I'm trying to think like and mediocre books like would you actually ever read them or would you just like tend to use them for kindling? You know what I mean? Like be like, okay, this is no good. So I'm just going to start a fire with it. Or you're, well, I guess if you were going to be stuck with something, you could be like, you could make a lot of things out of mediocre books, but you would hmm. like kind of protect your forever book. I don't know. That's well, a hard one. Well, if your favorite book is constantly changing, you can just yeah. change your favorite book and then you read a new one. Oh, that's true. See, you find, see, you find the way you find the loopholes. <laughs> I'm really funny, like, uh, your thought process is a little bit more like, oh, okay, what could I, how could I get around this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I would probably pick the mediocre books for forever. I just don't think I could just not, I mean, it would, it would suck, but I feel like I would at least have something different and it would at least still like continually be something new even if it's not great yeah and I guess you like after a while if you read the same story over and over again you would know it by heart and then maybe you could write like alternate endings or alternate like you know write like new characters you could basically rewrite your favorite book with all the time you had to keep rereading it (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) what did you decide Abby I think I'd go mediocre books too I was originally when you first said the question I was thinking favorite book but my theory is if you read only mediocre books then your brain would start to adjust and they would become better in your brain (laughs) when you don't have good things to compare them to they would start to feel good so and like you said you'd have variety so that's That's my true and eventually probably one of those mediocre books would become your favorite of the mediocre books yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) the glass half full yeah okay next question would you rather have the ending of a five-star book spoiled or have the most romantic two scenes 
in a book be missing? Oh, I for sure probably seems to be missing. Oh, (laughs) because I feel like I feel like your imagination could like fill in those spaces. So I think like if you got to the part where you're like, okay, they're about to have like romance, but you don't see it, you could imagine it and it might be even better than like what like the author wrote. But I feel like when people spoil the endings, you like, why continue reading it? Like, why would you like, I get very frustrated when (laughs) endings get spoiled because I'm like, you just ruined it for everybody. So it's really hard for me, especially like on social media, because everybody loves to post things about whatever they like, whatever new thing is coming out or like a movie or television show or whatever. And I have to be really careful to like scroll through things um, (laughs) because I don't want to like glimpse something because I love, so here's something about me. I don't like surprises, but I like being surprised. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, like, yes. I don't like surprises because I don't like the control. Like, I don't have the control aspect of what if I don't like it. But if it's a, like, if it's a good, if someone can pull a surprise on me and it's good, I love it. So, like, when there's, like, movies or stories that can, that have that, like, sense of surprise coming in them, I love that. But if you, oh, my gosh, if you ruin it, don't talk to me. Like, I might not be your friend anymore. Like, I <laughs> might, like, I might unfriend you for that. There's not a lot of things. In, I mean, you know, people are unfriending and canceling all the time. I'm not really one of those people, but spoiling something oh for sure oh for sure yeah <laughs> people who spoil things are right, like Abby. the worst types of people i'm like no they should be villains we should they, should. they are villains, villains. <laughs> yes it's it's you're you're a horrible horrible person if you <laughs> but in this case i feel like i'd have to say i'd rather <laughs> the ending be spoiled i hate it and i like but it doesn't ruin my enjoyment of the book. I get mad, but like, also, if it's a romance book, the ending is technically spoiled already. They end up together. So <laughs> I'd rather have those romantic scenes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, I'm going to say I would rather have the ending spoiled as oh well. Oh my goodness. I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. Um, I don't know. It's not something, it's not a hill I want to die on, I guess. I don't feel as passionately about the ending being spoiled because I do feel like most of the time we're reading in some form or fashion romance and you do hope, except for like the rarest occasions that they do end up together. Um, But that's true. uh, I don't want to miss the good, like the ooey gooey parts of my romance book yeah that's true you see you guys just say something and then you're like you, you convince me the other way. like okay you see i can't make a decision <laughs> the questions are mean they're they're not forced to be nice like you know yeah they're, they're intended yeah. to be hard okay would you rather um read a five-star book from your favorite author but you only get a book from them every two years mm-hmm. or a three to four star book every six months from your favorite. Every authors. two years, hands down, no contest. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, would, I would agree. My I favorite would... author is Melissa Tag, and that's basically what she does. Yeah, this is true, right? Like, I'm so... always like, okay, when can I go back to Maple Valley? Like, take me back exactly. to Maple Valley. Yeah. So no, hands I down, I would rather have quality over quantity any day of the week 
I agree. I agree. Because I feel like the, like if you wait, like, it's just kind of like, it's like a, like an aged wine or like a really good like meal or vacation you've been like planning and excited for. It just is so much better when it like, it comes to you. But if something, if, if some, if you're like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, well I'm going to, you know, I don't know, have access to something all the time. It just loses its like, I don't know, it's magic or it's value. And so for sure, I would wait two years for a Melissa yeah. Tag book. <laughs> and I feel like I've, there's been authors that like were favorites of mine and they would only release books like every year or so. And then when they started churning them out faster, that's when they dropped to three or four star books. And I was like, can you go back to taking some time? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so, it's so hard. And I think like, because um, I know with my first series, they, I had a really co- really quick turnaround and I was so worried like I was I think I cried every time I like one wrote and two when I had to send it in um I was so worried I'm like oh my gosh this is the worst thing I ever wrote and so like I'd send it in and then we it, they would work their magic and God would work his magic <laughs> and so it all came out well and then this year when I got my contract for like my new one it's like about a year apart for each of them and I was like oh my gosh what if people forget about me in a year but I feel like it's so much like, I feel like there's a lot less pressure and I can really put um, emphasis into my characters where I want it to be. Although they did cut my word count by 10,000 words, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a huge what? amount of words. Yeah. So I feel like I am like really like, I'm like, oh, I really can't add this, but I really want to add this. And it's just, that's the hardest part. But why, why do they have to make all the suspense books be so skinny now? I have now? no idea. I, the only thing I can think of is like just cost wise I think like the the market itself is you know always you know changing and transitioning and then whatever Ravel uses the (laughs) cheapest paper in their books anyway so it shouldn't cost that much it's so hard (laughs) I I fight for I I um I got my edits back for this first book and I added like 500 more words don't tell them so (laughs) I was like I'm gonna sneak in extra 500 words so I did and I'm hoping that they're gonna stay for the next round so we shall see I guess my answer I guess would be I'm waffling but if it's a guaranteed five-star book I guess I would wait for it I just feel like in life I've waited for some that I've really been anticipating and they have not been five stars so I'm like what on earth were you even doing (laughs) you had all the time in the world that's right what what else but if it was guaranteed, I guess I would say five stars. Five stars. Look at us all giving the same answer. I know. I know. We're all we're all on board yeah. on that one. So what that basically is telling authors is, <laughs> hey, take your time, write really, really well, and then your and your readers will still be there. Exactly. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Okay. This <laughs> this one, this question is. Would you rather read a debut author's first novel and like, you don't know, it's a wild card or read an author that has a history of giving you three star books, but is very popular? Oh, I think debut, debut author. All the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. what All the, hit, like, think about it. All the hidden gems we've found lately. I mean, even yours, Natalie, like debut authors, like uh, when they come you. out, you're like, now you have a new favorite. Right. Who cares right. about if you're popular? Yeah. If you're right. good, it's much more important. 
Right. And I find that like sometimes popularity like situation is not always um, reflective no. of rose colored right. glasses. They all have them. Of, like great writing. So I will say this. It's like it's like when you're in high school and there's like the I don't know. I don't even know if they do this anymore. But like the prom king and queen, it's always like the popular vote, but it's never the nice people. It's never the people who really deserve to be right. like the king and queen of like the school or the prom school, even like school elections, like the, like this, like whatever the senior class president is never really like the person who deserves to be senior class president is usually like a popularity vote. So I feel like that yeah. is kind of the way it is sometimes with books. Like you'll see a book get like a, like a ton of attention and it's because they have a good strong following and that's great. And people, you know, love their stories, whatever, but it doesn't necessarily equate excellent writing. And I would much rather go with somebody who's new, who's like getting out there and has excellent writing and then get excited for like, a new, like one of my favorites is Abigail Wilson. Like now she's got like, oh. I think four books out, but oh. Oh my gosh, so I love her. I love her so much because she and um Rachel McDaniel. Oh my goodness, oh my like gosh. just Obsessed. excellent, excellent writers. And I am all day, every day, going to be a fan and promote their stuff because I want them to have that following of like check these authors out. They're so good. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that there's a bit of nervousness that comes with trying debut authors for me, but. I always am a fan of doing it. Like, unless I look at the plot of a book and I'm like, this is not mm-hmm. my taste. And like, then it's going to be awkward to be like, well, I didn't love it. Now I have to say that I didn't love your book. But in general, if it's something I can see myself liking, I, I would always choose the debut author because like Abby said, we found so many like, I don't want to, yeah, hidden gems, I guess. But it's just that they haven't have their books out into the world long enough for people to recognize the talent that's hidden right, in the pages. Right. That's I like that. I like the way that you said that. I think that perfectly sums it up. I mean, Abby, I'm assuming yeah. you said the Davia. debut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's kind of similar. Would you rather read a traditionally published book with a bad cover? Or an independently published book with a fabulous cover? Like, which would you, like, just based on the cover oh, alone? gosh. Like, it's it's total impulse on the cover. I don't do this, and you know this. <laughs> what? Yeah, what, what's your answer? <laughs> I think I have my answer, but I want to hear your answer. I don't, like, I don't do stuff based on covers, so this would have no bearing on my decision at all. Um... I guess I'd say the pretty cover so that I could Instagram it. If it's bad, I could still take a picture of it. <laughs> so do, would you, do you think that if you saw a bad cover by like, like let's say um, an, a, like a familiar author posted, like put out a book and it had a bad cover, would that turn you away from the book? No. For it me, it would. <laughs> it wouldn't for you. See, it to me it does. Because I feel like an author who... I, I well I mean I don't know because I know like for me personally I I have some say in my cover I don't have like all the say you know what I mean like there's a whole yeah. art team and whatever that that helps you make the decision but there have been a few authors who have um po- put out books the covers and I'm just like oh like it's kind of ah what are you like what are you thinking <laughs> and um but I, uh-huh. there have been some 
really beautiful independently published books that you can tell which so it's kind of scary because I'm like okay it's a pretty cover but is there anything behind the cover do you know what I mean so it's like I get worried because you're like okay I can put the money into the cover and make it look all pretty and then the inside is you know what is it don't judge a book by its cover but (laughs) I think we all do at least I know I do I'm like ah so I think in those cases I tend to read the back of the of the book and say like okay (laughs) am I gonna like this story because if I'm gonna like it then I'll get it but Um, I don't know. I do. I do tend to, I don't know, judge covers a little bit. Maybe. (laughs) I never do that. Are you lying? She's lying through her teeth. (laughs) She's a cover snob all the way. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Not me. That, I mean, that's why I would pick the independently published book with the pretty cover the wild card in the situation, if you will, because I am just a total cover snob. I don't read book blurbs. And so I know, and in my head, it doesn't make sense because um, I know that like authors don't have complete control over their covers. Now, independently published ones should. So um, usually if you find one that cares enough to pay for a cover uh, that's decent, there's a good chance the book might be decent as well. That's true. Um, I I think that when they cheap out on covers for indie published books, sometimes it's indicative that it's not that great inside. Because it's just <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's I don't I don't read blurbs. I'm a total cover in your head. I I get that. I like that. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, I gotta read the yeah. back. I can't the covers. No. I tend to I tend to not read the backs like I really try to stay away from the back. I mean, it just like if if there's like a book that people are recommending and I see it a lot on there and just people I trust for solid reads, then I'll be like, "All right, like I usually don't hesitate like grabbing it, but um I've started to become a little bit more pickier about just immediately buying books. So, um I've but I do tend I definitely don't read reviews. But, um for books because that's all a matter of taste but I do um sometimes I'll look at the back blurb to be like okay is this gonna be something that like is gonna pique my interest especially if it comes to something in a genre that I'm not like that I don't necessarily love all the time like I'm not always such a fan of historical so if it's if it's a historical book that someone's recommending I will probably read the back blurb to see like okay is this something that's gonna keep me interested or is it not you know yeah yeah All right. You ready for the next one? This one's good. (laughs) I'm laughing because I know what it is. Uh, Okay. Would you rather have to model for a book cover or edit books? Like edit, edit the book. Oh, (laughs) it depends. If it was like a sci-fi fantasy, like that had been like some kind of a like leather skin tight suit, no. If it was like something fun, like from like the 1920s, and I was like a flapper or something, then yes. Um, if but I if I, without those things, if, if if I didn't have a choice, I'd probably go with editing because I actually like editing a lot. So I don't like write. I don't like when I don't. Cause I self edit when I write, which is like a big pain in the bottom. Um, but when I get my edits back, it tends to be like a lot easier for me to be like, Oh, here's where I, here's where I need to fix or here's where I need to do this. And 
So I, I would much prefer editing over cover modeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I would not want to be on the cover of anything where anyone could just see the picture now. <laughs> and like I'm very like, I mean they would see the picture it is the cover. So. Yeah, exactly. So I I mean I'm really good at like kind of catching things in books anyway and I enjoy like nitpicking things. So I feel like I'd enjoy editing. I mean, I hate having my picture taken on a good day. So, but I'm also terrible at finding those typos, terrible with grammar. But if it was content editing, I'm all there because I can be like, you need to take this out. That was not necessary. <laughs> like, can we just stop and take out the boring part? So, like, maybe if it okay, was content. Okay, so you'd be a content I editor. Yeah. And Abby would be, I could like, do that an overall sure. editor. Like, she'd be, like, the one-line editor. Yeah. Like, all. She finds the typos, like, in normal <laughs> life settings. And I never, never, not once have I been like, oh, that that was spelled wrong or that was the wrong word like she'll be like there was like 10 typos and I'm like no idea just no idea (laughs) that's funny (laughs) okay this is the last question that I have um would you rather be forced to read a book with a love triangle or be forced to read a book where there is no romance at all what (laughs) if you would have seen my face just now I made like (laughs) cringiest face. I just do. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, I guess I would go. I guess I would go with the love triangle because at least there's romance in it. Um, I guess I would yeah. go with that because I would then at least I would have someone to root for, and then obviously I would have someone to root against with a couple. But at least there would be romance. I mean, I guess I. I mean, I've read stories that didn't have romance in them, you know, but. I, I mean algebra and <laughs> English, you know. But I, I, I prefer there to be a little bit. Again, it's right, like, what's right, the point? Like, what is the point of? I don't know. So that's probably why I didn't do well in algebra because <laughs> there was no love, no love at all. Yeah, I think I'd be the same because you just gotta have that romance. And any book that like doesn't have it, I'm like, I'm bored. Can we move? <laughs> So yeah, definitely, definitely the <laughs> stupid love triangle. <laughs> I know it's it that yeah, the love triangle just in general is terrible, but at least there's a love in the triangle. Exactly. Which is like geometry. So I, just, I probably would yeah. like geometry. <laughs> Not algebra. I just like these are the worst options. I hate mm-hmm. love triangles. Like I don't understand the type of person that thinks, let me write a love triangle. Like, what's wrong with them? I mean, are they mean people in life? What's going on in their heads? Is this an experience that they've had? Because I'm like, why are you doing this? I've never met anyone who says I like reading. Yeah, I don't really know very many people that do either. In fact, I think there was like, there was like a Hallmark Christmas movie on recently that had a pretty strong love triangle. And I was not about it at all. I was like, I posted like a review thing on my Instagram and I was like, this was terrible. Like there's no reason for it. Like, I don't understand. And the poor girl, like the poor girl who was like the girlfriend, you know, was like witnessing this like romantic romance between the two characters. And 
he does the whole like oh. I didn't expect this to happen and I'm like really you idiot like are you joking oh, me right please. now sorry did I just say a word that's not allowed on your entire no, okay. we, we allow okay. most words. But I really was. I was like, I was verbally accosting the character <laughs> actors because I was like, what? <laughs> like, you know, I didn't expect this. And I'm like, really? And then like the sister of the girl who is, she's like, well, you know, the I guess the actress, the main character was like, well, he's got a girlfriend. And she's like, so doesn't he need to know how you feel? Oh and I was like, oh, he's got no. a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm oh. yelling at the yes. I had very strong feelings about that movie. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, I can't read a book with no romance, so I will choose the the cringy love triangle. But in life, I just like I don't understand mm-hmm. that at all, ever. Like I don't, and like I think one of our go to authors has got one coming up in the next year, and I'm like. Let me pick your brain as to why this was even a yes. consideration. So let me ask you a question because, oh, uh, okay, I'm not going to, okay, I'm just going to ask you a question. So in the love triangle for situation, it. do you not, like, um, is it, because I think there's varying levels of love triangles because I think every Hallmark movie, except for this one that I like bashed was like somebody breaks up with somebody right at the beginning. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of typical, right? Like they were gonna, they were yeah. expecting the engagement and the engagement doesn't come. And then they go meet their old boyfriend and they fall back in love. So like, is in your opinion, because this is, this is like author notes, right? In your opinion, as readers, when you read something <laughs> where an, a, a, the characters in the story maybe have like a semi-relationship with somebody or it's like a friendship but it might be a relationship but they don't really know or it it started out like okay they maybe an ex or somebody comes back into the picture a little bit so they're kind of like you said waffling what what is like your okay no way Jose I'm not reading this I hate this and where is there like a line of acceptance on like does this work or can I tolerate this I think for me, it's when a character is actively pursuing or being pursued by two people and it goes past like a one date type Uh, point with both. Um, I think when there are emotions involved and you make the statement, I just can't Mm, decide or choose, that's wrong. Because I think that lends itself to like, well, like, if you were married, that would be emotionally cheating. And right. that's not okay. Um, if you're not married, but you're dating, I feel like that's not the type of dating that happens right. in Christian Right. Fiction. It's still emotionally kind of. cheating. So, like. Because you're still in what's supposed <clears throat> to be a strong relationship. Yeah. But it's not. So, unless someone's just, like, a serial dater and they, they like, they just date people and mm-hmm. it's not serious, um, then, yeah, I have a problem with, like one person like having the whole like two guys at the same time and like they're going on dates with multiple people that's kind of weird for me I also feel like the whole like they know someone's like them for a long time but they've done nothing about it and then this new guy comes on the scene that they're interested in that's a Mm -hmm. little awkward for me too but Mm -hmm. it's more acceptable I don't like it because I feel like the good guy who's like them for forever is never the guy they end up with but um, it's it's a lot less distasteful than 
yeah. the multiple dates yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's just like, there's like that, it's, it's when they cross that line to it's like, when they're like at a beyond just like, oh, you're a nice person with two people. It's like, and then in the end, if you choose one of them, like, how are they going to know that you're not just going to decide to ditch them for somebody else later on in life? Like, right, right. it's just, a, if you can like not actually make up your mind, then I think neither is the right person. <laughs> yes. And that's kind of, it's kind of like the, like the point, like, I feel like if there is a character, like for, if I go back to that Hallmark movie, like if that guy was like, okay, I'm having feelings for this person. At, at some point he needed to stop and be like with his girlfriend or whatever, like cut it off. Like say like, Hey, yeah. like I like yeah. I think like we need to break up. Like I, I'm confused about my feelings. I don't know what's going on. Like I wasn't expecting like, like the line, I wasn't expecting this or whatever, but it needed to be, it needs to happen. I think much like in a story, it would have to happen very early on for me to have respect for him and for the girl that he's, pursuing like outside of the relationship because if she knows that he's got a girlfriend to me she's just as much at fault for putting herself in a position of flirtation or temptation or whatever yeah (laughs) this this applies in all situations except abby and i are avid fans of the bachelor and it doesn't apply (laughs) oh my gosh my husband (laughs) swears that the bachelor is like what's killed our nation (laughs) (laughs) this is what's wrong with america killed a lot of brain cells yeah i mean it's it's totally not realistic it's really good i will Um, say like for me from an author perspective it is really really good to watch the um like after the well it's kind of i mean i'll i will catch it i mean it depends on who the you know the people are whatever but Every once in a while, my daughter, she loves it. So I will walk in on on a part of it or whatever. And of course, it sucks you right in, right? Because you're like, what's happening? So then I end up sitting there watching and then I'm, and then I'm, I'm invested at that point. But it's really good for authors, I think, to watch it only because it gives you an insight into like the psychological mindsets of these like women and men and how they actually like view themselves because you will have somebody who does not receive a rose and their little like exit interview is so revealing to be like, (laughs) I just don't know what's wrong with me. And the girl's got like a PhD in like engineering or something. And you're like, there is nothing wrong with you. He is not the right person for you. Like, like, but it's really good for like insight into like, you know, creating characters to be like this is why they're like this because they have mommy issues or daddy issues or whatever issues and <laughs> and it's all revealed on the bachelor <laughs> it truly is it runs the gamut of all the things definitely oh, well, do, I do, do you have your I do would have you rather question? rather question and it's okay. only one question and it is and I'm trying to figure out like the best way to like word it because you had yours like so nicely worded so <laughs> I guess my no, those were just like okay, randomly so jotted here's, down. Here's so my, did. would you rather, would you rather, um, if, okay, I don't, I feel like I have to preface this. Um, if you were in the middle of like a book of reading and you had to like set it aside, would you rather dog ear your page because you don't have a bookmark or close your book and put it aside and just have to figure out where you were? Figure out where <laughs> like, you were. Which would you? Like, I, oh, I've really? Done that. 
I have I, literally not had a bookmark and I just, I literally yes. will make a note on my phone, the page number that I was on <laughs> and then I close it because you under no circumstances are allowed to dog your book. That's like so, the worst. See, I was going to ask this question, but I was going to ask between dog earing the page and cracking yeah, the spine. I like Natalie's better. She's, she's, she's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean. I constantly am like setting the book aside with because I never have a bookmark on me, even though we all have 50,000 of them. I never have one near me. And so I'm constantly setting the book down and walking away. But I've never once thought of dog earing the page because then I'd have to burn the book as Kindle (laughs) and buy a whole new one. (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah, I I mean, I guess for me, it depends. I mean, okay. So it depends on like the book. Um, I used to dog ear as a kid growing up because book who had bookmarks. Yes, I think the only bookmark I ever had was like nobody the, read a hundred books and you get a Pizza Hut pan pizza personalized <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that might have been the only bookmark that I had so that I could like mark down how many books I had read. But I think I dog eared my whole entire childhood. I didn't realize until well into like book loving readership did I realize how like terrible people like I mean people call you a monster if you dog ear so I'm like oh this whole time I've been a monster I've been living as a monster this whole time (laughs) you didn't even know it (laughs) didn't even know but I'll tell you it really depends for me on the book so if it's a fiction book that I love I try not to dog ear at all like I will I will find something I'll stick my phone in it I will you know I will find a receipt a gum wrapper whatever I can find I'll stick it in there or like you said, I'll try to remember the like page number or chapter, but I, I don't go as far as Abby where I like write it down on my phone. That's like really, you're really dedicated there. Um, I love it. I love it. Um, but I think like for, cause I'm reading a book right now. That's a, um, a writing book and um, I dog eared the pages on that so that, yeah, um, instead of tagging it with like little tags, so, like, oh, this is an important page. I will dog ear pages of like nonfiction I guess research books or or whatever I have no problems doing that I I don't think I've ever as an adult dog-eared the page yeah even like even like a non-fiction like a like a magazine or no oh you guys are (laughs) I have literally never ever (sighs) dog-eared anything on the planet oh Oh my gosh I feel I feel I mean I know I did when I was a kid (laughs) No, I, know I, I was... when I was a kid, but yeah. Oh man, I I don't think I have I don't think I have very many fiction books that I've dog-eared. So, I think I might be okay there. But I know there. I won't say that I've never dog. I've never not done it to a fiction book because I am sure I have in my adult years because I didn't realize it was a thing to not do it. I didn't feel like I I didn't feel like I would be you know cast aside because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's people that secretly do it. There's probably a support group somewhere. I probably find it. Like, hello, my name is Natalie, and I dog dare my pages. <laughs> hello, Natalie. I don't think it's any worse than that trend that went around last year where everyone was bending back the page, oh. the covers of the book, and taking photos of that as if Wait. that was acceptable. They were bending the covers back? Yeah, to like bending expose the, the title page. Oh, I mean, if I'm like holding it, like I would do, but I would never like. I know what you're saying. Like you bend it all the way back underneath. Yes, completely. Like a bookstagram trend. 
oh, everyone gosh. was doing it and abby and i were like cringe we wanted to go like break into the people's houses and, <laughs> and book the books. Books. <laughs> what i wanted to see was a photo of the after of after you did that how bad does your cover like it springs open now like right ugh. it doesn't lay flat yeah no. you have to like re. you have to like put a bunch of books on top of it to like try to re- get to get it to remember what it was like when it was perfect <laughs> yeah. jj once read um a copy of my mary weber to best the boys and it was a like a paperback but because it was an advanced copy and he was holding it with the cover like curled behind like he'd curled it and was like i i was like what are you doing um the book has never been the same and he was like i'll just buy you a new one and i was like you can't buy that book in paperback and i don't want a hardback i mean it was crazy but i, I think was about so that angry. every time i see my book of that book I'm like, I- and now I will never look at, like, I will always forever think of you guys whenever I even consider dog-bearing a page. It will be your voices in my hair, head saying, don't you dare. We're a little conscious angel sitting on your shoulder. That's right. Just so find any piece of trash me. close to you and use it as a bookmark. Yes. Yes, I will. I will. I will do that. I, or that, or I will just keep a bookmark with me at all times. It'll, I'll carry it I around just, my neck. I never like can a, find them. I me either. And I, the thing is, is I like I know in my house where they're at. They're in a jar. I'm just too yeah, lazy to I get up too. and go in there and get it. So, the most recent thing I found, strangely enough, was uh one of the book plates that you sent at some point with your autograph on it. So it was mine. It says it's just sticking in everybody's books. <laughs> yeah, I just use it as a bookmark. There you go. My kid was like what is that and I was like oh it's like a signed piece of paper that's supposed to be in my book and he looked at me like I was super weird but <laughs> it's what I found at the time that's right you gotta use what you I think I did that with I, I think I was reading um Joanna Politano's new one and I, I had a, a signed book plate from her um because I ended up I always do this I end up pre-ordering a book that I'm anticipating and then I'm also signing up for a review to review it or whatever and so or I will order multiple books and not realize I ordered the book (laughs) so I get multiple books and so I had ended up getting I guess that with the pre-order I got the signed book plate with it and then I had gotten a review book and so I used I whatever I don't know which book I got first but I guess it must have been the uh, pre-order book because I got that one and that had the book the signed book plate in it, and I started reading that one and then when I got my review book in I just stuck the book plate in that one because I did a giveaway and I that way someone would get a signed copy of the book or have a signed book plate of it but I did the same thing I used her signature plate as my <laughs> bookmark it, it was, was almost nice there yeah I was like I wonder which book this is supposed to actually be in but I was too lazy to get them off my shelf and find out Oh, that yeah yeah you know it's like once they go on the shelves it's kind of like archived a little bit like yeah. okay books that go on shelves are archived and <laughs> unless I'm in a mood for something is when I pull it down or if I'm like lending them out to like people like oh you got to read this one and then I'll grab them but that's true yeah <laughs> all right you have any more questions I, I just had that me. one and I feel justly chastised so 
<laughs> go rock in a corner somewhere. <laughs> no, this was so much fun. I had a lot of fun. I loved these questions. They were so good. Fun. And it's good to get insight into like readers' minds because then I'm like, okay, I know what not to do and what to do. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of people that would disagree with us. So you get you get all walks it's, of life. What, yeah, but our opinion's what, better. That's right. Your opinion matters. So clearly. But they didn't invite you on a podcast. So. That's right. That's right. This is a podcast for readers and writers. All you need to know about your next book. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, thank well, you guys so much for inviting thanks. me. I really thank appreciate you. it. It was so much fun. Yep. Thanks I don't know. Are, are you guys po- is this gonna be on before Christmas? Uh no, it'll be on in January. In January. January. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well then, yeah. I, then I will say I hope you guys are having a great new year, a new twenty twenty one. Yes. Let's hope so. All right. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a great right. rest of your weekend and i will talk to you guys soon thanks all right Bye. bye thank you for joining us today we hope you enjoyed this episode you can find us on instagram at basically bookish podcast hope you have a great day and we'll chat with you next time